Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And good Saturday morning to you. Boy, what a beautiful weather weekend we've got. And I've got the full marine forecast coming up for you. Some activities heading out today. And, boy, it's going to be a great weekend in the outer doors. we got a special uh, co-host with us this morning. Martha Spence is out fishing. I believe she got out today on an offshore trip. But we do have this guy, and they didn't, they didn't tell people your name. What's your name? Drew Dubuque. Drew Dubuque. You drew, uh, this is kind of early in the morning, but you're pretty well used to getting up early, huh? Yeah. Yeah, because we went turkey hunting yesterday morning. That was early, and we're going again tomorrow. Um, you're just getting into turkey hunting, and we went out there yesterday. What did you learn about turkey hunting? If you had to give somebody a number one tip about hunting wild turkeys, what would it be? You had to stay still and quiet. Still and quiet. That's a good one. Anything else? What about when you shoot them? Where do you aim for a turkey? The neck. The neck. And what happens if you hit them in the body? They're going to run away. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't have that experience, and hopefully you never will. But uh, Drew had his first experience. Uh, got out there and called at some turkeys. Uh, we didn't have any luck yesterday, but we'll be back at him again tomorrow. Now, you may remember Drew was on the air with us a while back because he caught a state record fish. It's Actually, it's pending, but it looks real good. Tell them about that fish you caught. Um, it was a striped bass. Striped bass? How big? Um, six, 20. Come on, 33.9 pounds. Where is he right now, anyway? In. You getting him mounted? Yeah, it's a, um, metal. Yeah, he's mounted. Now, you filled out all the paperwork and you got the, uh, the record on the way, but you haven't been notified that was official yet, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it was a great catch. You do a lot of fishing off of piers. You caught that fish off a of pier, didn't you? All right, good. Okay, well, if you got any questions for Drew, he's an expert in a lot of things. He's been fishing around. He, he's got some little sisters he teaches, the kids in his class and all that. Uh, text us at 870-870, and uh, you might want to say good morning to Drew or ask him a question. We've also got lots of other things to talk about, live reports from our field reporters all across the coastal area. We'll be checking in with them. Also, we've got a preview of the Bayou Wild TV show that's airing this week. I think you're going to like it. Last week, we had a special guest, and if you missed him, it was really a great conversation. Man wrote a little small, I'm going to call it a book, a booklet. John Wilder's his name, How to Fish and Hunt and Still Have a Happy Marriage. And i got to tell you, this is a great little booklet because I've been there, done that. And he's offering the listeners of this show a free copy. So if you would, get ready to take it down, either turn your recorder on or get a pencil and paper. And right after this first break, when I come back, I'm going to give you his email address because uh, he says anyone who contacts him as a listener to this show, he'll be glad to send you one of those books absolutely free. And there's no better price than free. All right, we've also got uh, a couple of special shows that will be coming up between 7 and 9. Uh, Talking Guns, Devin Burgess is going to join us. Lots of bills in both the Louisiana legislature and also there's some uh, political talk in the presidential campaigns about what may happen uh, with regard to the Second Amendment if some of these candidates get in there. So we want to make you aware of that. Also, our, our opinion poll question about speckled trout, if more restrictive regulations are necessary in Louisiana, 
What do you think would be the best way to do that, and what would you be most comfortable with? The poll is over. You can check the final results. It's on my website at DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. You're going to find pictures and videos and lots of other interesting stuff there. So we'll be right back to kick it all off. Glenn Sanchez filling in for a turkey hunting Robbie Campo coming up next with a St. Bernard Fishing Report. Weather's great. Tide's good. I can't see any reason not to go fishing. We'll be back to tell you where to go, how to do it, and all that kind of stuff right after this timeout. All right, as promised, I wanted to give out Mr. Weiler's contact information. If you're interested in getting a free book, he will send it to you, no charge, How to Fish and Hunt and Still Have a Happy Marriage. I'm sure some of you ladies might want to get a copy of this for your man. His, it's, here's the email address to request it. <clears throat> it is jweiler, W-E-I-L-E-R, at wrtaxlaw.com. Again, that's J. W-E-I-L-E-R at wrtaxlaw.com. And I'll repeat it again a little bit later on in case you didn't have a chance to get it. But just tell him uh, you're listening to this radio program. You you heard about his free offer for the booklet and you'd like to get one. Send him your mailing address and he'll put it in the mail for you. All right, Drew Dubuque is my co-host this morning. Drew, we got a text message coming in. What's the text board say? Who's that from? Tadpole. And what's Tadpole got to say this morning? Wants to wish all the turkey hunters good luck this morning. All right. Thank you, Tadpole, and I hope we'll have some luck tomorrow because Drew's up here for a turkey hunting weekend with me. If you want to text us, it's 870-870. Let's go down to St. Bernard Parish, Glenn Sanchez. Two weeks in a row we got him. Got a fishing report for us. Glenn, good morning. How are you? Good good morning, Don. Good morning, Drew. Everything's fine, man. All right. Yeah, uh, you know, we had some really rough weather early. We had some really rough weather earlier this week. Uh, Probably difficult to get fishing reports, but I know a few people snuck out there. How did it look? And, boy, this weekend's really looking good. Well, actually, in the beginning of the week, Monday was real windy. Tuesday and Wednesday wasn't bad. They caught some fish Tuesday and Wednesday. I went those days. Thursday was a wash. And then yesterday, everything was so stirred up from Thursday, so hopefully it's settling down and uh, people have a good day today. But they're going to have beautiful weather to be out there. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, southeast winds today on the inside, 5 to 10. That's what you really hope for. Light chop, and then tomorrow is even going to be better. It's going to smooth out a little bit more. Maybe some of that water will settle down and clear up. Uh, where would you suggest people to go if they're looking for speckled trout, and where would they go if they're looking for maybe a combination of redfish drum and sheephead? Well, the redfish drum and sheephead, you just have to go, go up in the marsh and try and fish the points and coves, try and find some clean water. The trout have been really scarce this year. I mean, it's, it's so much fresh water, and they're catching a few trout, like behind the dam and at, over toward L.Y. and Lake Anastasia. You know, but it's it's just, you know, handfuls. You know, I mean, we just need the weather to clear up and the water to clear up a little bit, and it'll turn on because, you know, the brown shrimp are on their way in, and it's getting really ready to bust loose. Glenn, uh, I've got, I've had a, uh, I'm going to give these poll results out. I put up a poll on my website asking people, you know, Wildlife and Fisheries did a preliminary study. They said it looks like our speckled trout population has been overfished for several years. It's currently being overfished. They haven't finalized it yet, but it looks pretty strong that they're going to have to make some changes. If they make changes, 
what would you personally like to see the change to be? Reduce the creel limit, reduce the, uh, the, 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 the size limits, put a slot limit in there, maybe raise the minimum. What do you think would be the best solution to keep people still happy and fishing, but yet do something to conserve the resource? I think they they might need to lower the limit just a little bit, but I think if they would just raise the size limit to maybe 13 or 14 inches and give the, the fish chance to grow up a little bit and spawn yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of that would give them an extra time to spawn because you know, you know yourself, Glenn. When they set that twelve inch boy, you can get into a lot of a ten and eleven inch trout. So I think the survival rate is pretty good, actually. Yeah, you lose some fish, you know, when you're handling them, but I think all in all, you know, raising that limit a little bit on the minimum size, I think that would uh, let the fish spawn maybe another time and get more fish out there. What happened? Yeah, go ahead, Glenn. I'm sorry, I lost you for a minute. No, but I, I think if they were to do that, I think it, it would help out. I mean, I think one of the biggest problems we have is, is just, they're just introducing too much fresh water, and the fish don't have place to spawn. I mean, years ago, you'd catch all these trout up around the avenue and in the lake. They would spawn up there, so all the fingerlings would have to work all their way, all the way down the channel, 30 miles, just to make it to Hopedale and Shell Beach. That's not happening anymore because the water's too fresh up there. So yeah. they're just pushing the estuary out too far. Glenn, That's any updates? Uh, you know, they were talking about possibly putting a gate or an opening in that in that rock dam across the Mystico, and that certainly has caused some problems with areas even as far away as Lake Pontchartrain with a lack of oxygen in the water. Any updates on that? Is there any progress being made? Have you heard anything? I haven't heard anything about it. You know, it's, it's always been talk since they closed it that they were gonna they were gonna do something. But you know, talk is cheap. You know, let's get something done because that, that that's that's exactly what happened with Lake Pontchartrain because the water used to go. It would make a circle, come up the Ship Channel, go go around, go out through the Ship and the Wrigley's. You know, so you had that good flow. Now all it does is just flow in and flow out, in and out. So it cannot flush the way it used to. Yeah, and it really doesn't provide any extra uh, hurricane protection or storm protection so, because it goes around and goes over the top of it when it gets that high. So it's and, just an and, obstruction, and it's, and, it's a, it's, and it's stopping, as you say, the natural passage of some good salt water with a lot of oxygen in the water. Well, if people would see what that dam looks like today, they would be amazed. As when they built it, you couldn't see over the top of it because it was so high. And I want to say high, it might have been 10 feet, okay? Now, you pull up, you can talk to the guy on the other side of it. It, it has it sunk so much, it's crazy. I mean, it's well, really we'll it's getting... You know. Yeah, and it's also a boating hazard, as we all well know. Well, Glenn, uh, thank you for the report. We appreciate it. And uh, keep on fishing, my friend. I'm going to try to see if we can get together, maybe fish sometime in this month of May. You know, May's always a really good month down there. Well, I, I've been really enjoying myself being retired. I've I done fished 46 <laughs> times this this year since Ooh, January. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. You earned it. You earned it. <laughs> Glenn, sure. thanks again. We'll Great. see you next time, buddy. Great talking to you. All right, Glenn. Thank you. Glenn Sanchez, former owner of the Breton Sound Marina, and he fills in for Robbie Campo at Campo's Marina at Shell Beach. Robbie's up in Kentucky hunting turkeys. 
I uh, got a note from him yesterday. He said the turkeys were winning at this point, but that could change. All right, we come back. Uh, we're getting some text messages in. I'm going to let Drew debut Candelad. He's our co-host this morning. Also, the Louisiana man, Captain Tofield Bourgeois, is coming up right after this pause. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Yeah, he's got to make a living. Drew, you ever hear anybody? You have anybody in your class named Tofield? No. No. We got a Tofield on the air with us every week. He's joining us now, Captain Tofield Bourgeois. Captain To, how you doing this morning? What's happening, man? What's happening? Who you got? Guess what you today? Yeah, this is the youngest co-host in outdoor show history. He's eight years old. It's my uh, grand nephew, Drew Dubuque. <laughs> What's happening, the- grand nephew? There's no Tofields in your class. You better change schools. Change schools, <laughs> man. You gotta find a. Find a school with a toe feel up in there, bro. So uh, don't feel bad. It, 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 it probably took me eight years old to spell my name. So tell me that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a good thing. So that's cool, man. So you, you got a co-host this morning. Well, right now, Don, it's uh, it's pretty. There's no lightning. There's no 40 miles an hour northwest wind. It's actually a good-looking morning, man. So uh, hopefully today's going to be double thumbs up. So uh, I... Had to cancel a couple of days all that that uh, crazy springtime front that comes through here. But um, so as we speak, I'm actually on top of the plane right now, checking uh, doing my pre-flight right now, going through it, checking things out. So we're flying out today, two planes today, Don, going going to uh, see what's going on. But man, that river water is everywhere. So uh, if you want to taste sweet water, go to Chandler Island. <laughs> the salt water's gone, man. It's a uh, it's inundated, really heavy, Don. It's all the way up mm. to the northern North Island. I flew to Cat Island yesterday, Ship Island, just taking a look at things. It's everywhere. It's all the way out there. So it's going to take a while. Everybody wants to know, you know, where is it at? You know, what it's doing? Yeah. Well, yesterday, 20 reds, two trout. <laughs> so mm. not good for the guys wanting trout, you know. Yeah, well, so, you uh, may be were... saving some people some gas and time by being able to fly over and spot that river. Oh, yeah. The air yeah and save them some yeah. Well, listen, what it's is the bad. prospects of flying to the west? You used to do that quite a bit. Uh, have you considered well, doing yeah, that? Have you made a flight yeah. over? Oh, yeah. No, I've actually been uh, talking to people on that side. They're catching a lot of trout that way. It's always wind direction for me. And, and honestly, um, a due south wind is, for me, the best for doing Timberlair side. So Timberlair is on the radar. The problem is just uh, you know, east southeast wind don't give me a lot of cover the way them islands are set up. So it, it's good. I mean, if the weather's calm. I mean, I'm hearing reports of speckled trout all through Cocodree, all the way down there to you know the whole Timberlake chain. Uh, the Chaffalaya is pushing on it, like all down like Raccoon Island down the end. There's a lot of dirty water that way, but they're still catching fish. So no doubt the accumulation of fish are more that way. And uh, like I said, we get. You know, close to the river, I'm hearing some good reports right here in Barrataria Bay. Catch, starting to catch a few trout. Not no big limits and limits coming through, but, you know, it's starting to happen. So, I mean, it's kind of, we've been waiting on it, <laughs> you know, so it's uh, it's around. Now, the other side of the river, it's just crazy. I don't know. I think I think we're looking at, you know, probably a good month before this thing kind of filters out. Just kind of do what's got to do. But I come across from Cat Island through, uh, through the, the mouth of Lake Bourne and kind of come that way and, Boy, it is it is just uh, cafe au lait. You know, it is really inundated and they're pretty heavy, so it will take a while. But yeah, so Donna, that's on the mark. You know, Timberlair is is an option. But uh, I think today my guys uh, they come all the way from Texas and they like the word chandelier, <laughs> so they don't want to go to Timberlair. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be chandelier. So that's the okay. that's the way we headed. You know, so we'll see what's what. But uh, for the Bayou Cubs, we're doing good. Uh, a lot of redfish. A lot of like drum, like the trout are just starting to show up. So I mean, it's just um, 
it's been good. So today we actually have uh, eight boats rolling, two planes. Um, so a lot happened. Any down submarines? The Any submarines or destroyers going? On? <laughs> no, no submarines yet. No submarines yet. So you never know. You never know what's in the future. You know? But, yeah, that's but we true. have we have added. So we we actually have an in-house concierge now. So we actually have some masseuses that come in. We got some people getting facials today. We got wow. uh, we got some masseuses happening. We got uh, three groups having massages later on in the season. So as always, there's always something new down to buy you. So uh, a lot, a lot. We always tweaking it, man, tweaking it. So from uh, a massage got, with a Cajun flavor to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We actually have twin. We have identical twin masseuses. So it's a pretty hmm. unique experience. Two on one. So uh, I yeah, and I know what you're thinking. I know some of y'all thinking it's just a massage. <laughs> It's That's just it. I want to buy you nothing, nothing more. So if but, somebody uh, wants a, a plane flight out to Chandelier or Timberlea or a boat ride around Lafitte catching fish or frogging or whatever they want to do, even massages now, tell them how to get a hold yeah. of them. Oh, yeah, man. Definitely check us out, man. NewOrleansFishing.com. Check out the website. Remember, on social media is Bourgeois Fishing Charters on social media. Every Tuesday is Tofio Tuesday at 630. So we talk about a little bit of whatever, off the hip kind of deal and the uh, other than that, if you are down to the telephone, it's uh, 504-341-5614. Give us a holler, get you fixed up. Miss Josie's still on vacation, but Ginger got the phone this weekend. She's Josie's coming in from Cancun in Jamaica, somewhere out there. So oh, she'll be looking tanned, tanned huh? Yeah. Well, she's going to be tanned up and happy. <laughs> Good <laughs> so deal. That'll work. All right, guys, uh, we'll catch y'all uh, next Saturday. Saturday That'll be good. We'll see you then. Yep. Okay, Toe. Right, Thank you, bud. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. Yeah. All right. You ever fish with a padonkadonk, Drew? Yeah. You know what a padonkadonk is? Oh. It's a top water bait that moves backwards and forwards, and Tofield loves to fish with it. I'm going to send you home with one because i got an extra one for you, okay? All right, Drew Dubuque is the co-host. We're going to be back and share some of your text messages. If you want to get one in, it's 870-870. You're listening to The Outdoors with Drew Dubuque and Don Dubuque right here. Be back after this. And we also have Drew Dubuque with us. He's assisting me this morning. He's up over here at St. Hubert's for a turkey hunting weekend. We went out yesterday. Had a great time. Beautiful weather. We heard some hens calling but didn't get any gobblers in. But maybe his day will be tomorrow. We're going to be out there and uh, hopefully we'll pull him in a gobbler. We're going to get to some of your text messages. Drew uh, is going to help me out with these. Drew, we heard, heard from Martha. You know, Martha sits in that chair. You're in sometimes in here when she's not fishing. She says, good morning, Drew. Hope you get a gobbler tomorrow. Heading to the docks extra early this morning. Live bait is sporadic, but they're going to look for it because that's what the tuna want. Have a great weekend. And hope you have a great trip today, Martha. We've got some beautiful weather to be tuna fishing. I'm a little bit jealous because, boy, gorgeous weather going to be out there. A lot of blue sky, sunshine. Good day to catch some tuna. Drew, you ever caught a tuna? Not, not yet. you got to say, you got to talk. You can't just yeah. shake your head on radio because <laughs> people yeah. can't see you. Well, I know you're going to get one of those, too. All right, let's go to some of these text messages. What are the people telling us here? Fly fishing for... A mission. Mission. Fishing tournament. Ben Benefiting ben the veterans at Point of Shin. Chen. What's his team name? Team Slot Machines. Go Team Slot Machines. All right, the next text says, When does brown shrimp season open? It uh, hasn't been set yet, but next uh, week... On Thursday, May 2nd, they're going to meet at the Wildlife and Fisheries Commission and set it. I think they're probably going to set it 
as late as allowable by law because um, we've had a lot of fresh water and a lot of cold water, and that inhibits the growth of the shrimp, and they like to let them get up there and get some size to them. So anyway, be listening uh, Thursday. Uh, they'll be making announcements on the setting of the shrimp season. All right, Drew, what's the next one here? Don, where are the reds con- concentrated at Del- Delacroix Isle? Island. Island. That's from J.C. J.C., uh, last time I fished there was with uh, waterfowl specialist Jimmy Corley, Jerry Cross. We had a great trip. We caught them up against the grass beds. But that was over two weeks ago. So I'm going to tell you to call uh, Serenades or Jack Payne, the, the boat operators, the launches there, and they'll be happy to point you in the direction. i got to tell you, reds are pretty much all over Delacroix Island. Trout, a little different story. There's been some good trout caught, but... Uh, going to be a little bit tougher for those, but if you're looking for those redfish, you're going to find them. All right, what is this one, Drew? Um, Understandably, nobody retires from fishing, but could this letter on be called the Drew Dubuque Show? Well, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Maybe you will be taking this over when I retire. <laughs> All right, we're going to pause 10 seconds for station identification. We'll be back with Drew Dubuque, and we're going to share some more of these text messages. Keep them coming. 870-870 is the text message board. Back right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, here's one that says, uh, text message, Don, I love you, but you're talking way too fast when you give out the email for the book you mentioned. And I'm sorry, you know, in radio, they teach you to talk real fast because you get more words in. <laughs> you only got so much time. But here it is, and I'm going to do it slowly. It is J. Weiler, that's J-W-E-I-L-E-R at W-R-T-A-X. L-A-W dot com. J. Weiler at W-R-Taxlaw dot com. Hope you got it that time. All right, Drew, what's the next one here? This one right here. Hi, Don and Drew from Justin. Justin. In Gentilly. Gentilly. I heard y'all share the game. No, the same. Same. Last name? Are y'all relate? Are you related? Are we? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Some people think you're my grandnephew, but you're actually our great nephew. But uh, you're actually my grandnephew. You're not my great nephew. Your 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 kids will be my great nephews and nieces. All right. Here's another one. Hey there, Drew. What clothes do you wear when you go fishing? Can bright colors scare off the fish? Glad to hear you on the radio. You're coming in wall to wall and treetop tall. What do you think? You fish from a pier and the fish are down there looking up. Do you think bright clothes? Do you wear camo? What do you wear when you go fishing? I wear white and, like, dark blue. Well, that's not very camouflaged. It doesn't matter, I guess, huh? No, not really. Okay, good. All right, here's one. Uh, anybody report on kokadri, water clarity, and trout? We just heard uh, Tofield Bourgeois say that he had some good reports from the Kokadri area, and uh, I'm going to be getting some more reports down there from Kokadri charters, but uh, he said there's been some good reports of trout coming in. And, again, it kind of depends on the weather. You know, springtime you get high winds and some problems with uh, dirty water on occasion, but for the most part, Kokadri is affected more by the Atchafalaya than the Mississippi and doesn't seem to be as big of a problem over there. All right, uh, what is this one, Drew, right here? Good morning, the ta- tomato. tomato lake. 
ladies. Please add it. Added it again. Tomorrow we have a day planned for fishing and crabbing out behind Les La Rose in the river. The reserve. On the management area. Well, uh, Tomato Lady, her name is Ann. Uh, Tomato Lady, hope you have a great trip out there. You know why they call it Tomato Lady? She sells tomatoes at the farmer's market. she got some really good ones, too. I have to take you up there and try them. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Jeff Brule joins us. we got another fishing report. we got more text to share with you. 870-870. It's the Don and Drew Show this morning. Welcome aboard. We'll be right back after this. And that song brings in Jeff Rule, our Bass Fishing Field Reporters. Reports are brought to you by Pure Fishing. They've introduced over 1,900 new products this year, including a slew of exciting new hard and soft baits from Berkeley and dynamic new rods and reels from Abu Garcia. Pure Fishing, a leading global provider of fishing tackle, lures, rods, and reels with a portfolio of brands. And, Drew, I know you fish with a lot of those Berkeley lures. You like to use those, don't you? Yeah. All right, let's get to Jeff Brule and see what's going on on the Freshwater Report. Jeff, how you doing this morning? I'm doing good, Don. Swollen rivers again. It's kind of like a broken country song. You know, they just keep going up and down, and they're up high. The Pearl's at 17 feet. I think the Chapalaya Basin at Morgan City's at 7 feet, which needs to be below 4 for the fish to be pretty decent in the basin. But it's the same thing. Yeah, we get a few days of nice sunny weather, and then our front comes through, and muddies everything up again how about some of the the farm ponds those kind of places if somebody has access to them you certainly don't want to trespass but a lot of the gravel pit ponds farm stock ponds those can be some nice little treasures this time of year yeah i know one of my cousins they fish up around enon and some of those bar pits up up in that area of the country and they did well this spring they called he said they've caught over a thousand white perch out of some of them uh, they but they starting to move deep again. Uh, he said that you were catching them on the bank about a month ago, but now it's getting to the post spawn period for everything in the freshwater area. You know, unless you move up to say North Louisiana, maybe North Alabama, you'll start getting back into some spawn bites. But for our area, it's pretty much over with. But yeah, those are good places to go because a lot of times they don't get hit with the rivers. Now, if they're close to the Bochita or the Pearl River, they might flood and get muddy water in them. But a lot of them are far enough away and up on a hill somewhere around the Frankleton area, that you can get into them, you get access to them. There's some good fishing in them. And what about some other areas, uh, maybe with a little better mm-hmm. reports? Uh, I'd go to the marsh. Uh, the Delacroix, the Des Almonds, those are uh, places to hit. And with all the rivers being muddy on the north shore, you kind of get out in those areas. And uh, There's not much tide this weekend, so you're going to have a slow bite. But frogs and spinnerbaits have been kind of good starting points. And you hit the points and run outs. And usually you can find some good fish. So, Southwest Junior Bassmaster fished out of Amelia last week, and the weights were low, but they did have a lot of five fish stringers brought to scale. So <clears throat> that's good news that they're catching plenty of fish. They just the size down. Connor Rushing from Pride had a 12.3 pound stringer, and that was the best of any age group for that that group of fishermen. So it tells you there's still some good fish to be had. Just kind of kind of poke around, see what you can find. Uh, maybe get into some backwater and try to get some clean water if you can, get all the way from the muddy water. So you can do pretty good, but it's it's just going to be tough and a slow bite. Jeff, this time of the year, uh, white perch, crappie, sockele, whatever you want to call them, very popular. What can you tell us about some white perch? Uh, last time I went on the river, uh, they were moving 
back out to the main river. I still caught some around some of the pockets, but they, they're a little bit deeper. They're moving to the lay downs and deeper water in like the four to six foot range. You had to kind of fish to, more towards the bottom, get it up in the limbs of the trees to get a few bites. Uh, but yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll still move out to the river and get on the trees. But like I said, the rain uh, has really kind of turned that place off for now. So wait a couple of days and you know, go try again. But as it gets warmer, the fish will begin to move deeper and going on those trees in the river, and you should be able to catch some fish there. Speaking of water warming up, that's a great time to get out and throw some of those plastic frogs. Give us a little rundown on frog fishing. Yeah, you basically can class frogs into two types. There's like a buzzing and a walker. You know, the buzzing frogs are like the rivets, and they're great for covering water and spots where there's not much cover on the surface. You know, you can run them over the grass, but a lot of times you just want that grass right underneath the water. Uh, but you can cover water. It's kind of like a buzz bait. You just keep reeling and moving. Then uh, there's the walking frog, or some are like popping frogs. And there's a Seville pivot frog, uh, which I like. Uh, floats on the surface, and it's great for thick cover, cover and open water. So you can uh, throw it on like the thickest grass, and then work it out to the edge. And sometimes you'll get bites like that. But I think one of the most important things is use a seven foot medium heavy action rod with an extra fast tip and. That way you can throw the frogs a little bit further, and that extra fast tip will help you on the hooks. That now that Seville frog is good because you don't really need a big heavy rod. It's set up to, with an open hook, and, and it's good for kids and just about anybody who's never thrown a frog because you don't really need a special rod to throw it. You know, but I, I throw most of my frogs on braid, so spider wires are good set up for the frogs. That can be a lot of fun fishing because that's some pretty exciting, blo- <clears throat> excuse me, blow-ups you get to see on the frog. Jeff, we got a bunch of tournaments coming up in the month of May. Give us a quick rundown on them. Yeah, it's big tournament season. It's uh, kind of like the go every night of the week part of the year. Uh, May second, uh, Thursday evening bass tournament starts at North Pass at 5 p.m. Wednesday evening bass tournament in Covington at the Fourth Street launch at 5 p.m. and then. Lot one has a Thursday evening one at 5 p.m. It's $21 a boat, and it's $2 trash pot for the biggest fish other than a bass. And kids fish free under 12 years old, and they have a biggest bass pot for 5 bucks. So, Drew, tell your dad to take you over to lock one and win you 5 bucks one Thursday evening. All right. <laughs> and then we got the May 18th is a benefit tournament coming up. You have Tiffany Thomas, Memorial Bass Tournament. That's North Pass, Manchac, $110 per boat, safe life to $230. Um, then May 26th, Lunkers and Liars are going to be at Crawford's Land, and that's a $50 entry fee. And plus, there's tons more you know, just around New Orleans and the Baton Rouge area. There's pretty much a weekday tournament about 5, 6 o'clock every evening. So uh, just kind of call around. You'll be able to find information and, and send it to me. I'll be able to have to put it on the radio and uh, go fish a little quick tournament on the eat and maybe make you a few bucks. All sounds good, Jeff. Thank you for the report. And, uh, you know, if people want to contact you, give them the best way to get a hold of you. Uh, go to your webpage, uh, Don the Outdoors Guy, the field reporter. So I got a link there with my email, and you can just click there and send me info. And if you need a fishing report or something, do the same. I'll be happy to share what I can share with you. Very good. Until next time, we're going to keep our fingers crossed for a lower water and clearer water and less rain. That's what we need. Yeah, we need a little drought for a couple of weeks. Get these rivers cleared up. That'd be great. Yeah, you Thanks, go. Don. Thank- All right, Jeff. See you next time, buddy. Jeff Brule, Fishing Reports brought to you by Pure Fishing in Berkeley. <clears throat> we come back. We headed to Grand Isle. Been to Grand Isle, Drew? You have? Yeah. You like it down there? 
Yeah. yeah it's beach fishing. Captain Daryl Carpenter joins us next right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And Drew Dubuque is with us. And, boy, we got a lot of people looking for speckled trout this morning. One of the places that turns on usually the earliest in the spring is Grand Isle. Daryl Carpenter's down there, and he gives us a report each week on it. Daryl, how's the fishing down there? Boy, we had a little bit of rough Don, weather this week. but Don, you, uh, you can hear me. Otherwise, I can shut down. All right, let me, I let can me hear you down. fine. Can you hear? Okay. All right, man, uh, all I can tell you is we're going to have to wait and see what this, what this two-day blow that we had did to us. But, Man, look, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it was it was. What are we going to do after eleven o'clock? Because uh, we we had boat limits of, of trout every day, and was just picking around looking for something to occupy the rest of the day to make it to make it a full one. The the trout have really turned on on Grand Isle. I don't know if they've already they just all been pushed this way or what. Because if you go too far up in it at marsh, you uh, you start running into nasty muddy water everywhere and a lack of fish. But it's we fished all week and never got out of sight of the island except for one little trip over to Four Bayou. And when we went over there, we found the water over there was nice and clear. It was doable and full of fish. So it, it has been just a wonderful week. We have um, we've caught fish, everything from 8-inch trout to 20-inch trout. Uh, so it looks like the year class. It looks like this is going to be an upswing on the trout year this year because we've got, we've got them scattered everywhere. And uh, it's just been it's been great, all I can tell you. I mean, the, the couple of times we've run out of live bait, even I guess that was, what, Wednesday when it was so overcast at 11 o'clock in the morning we were catching trout on top water. Hmm. Well, that's really good news to hear all of that, that it's turned on, they're plentiful, you're catching early limits of them. Are you doing better on the front side or back side of the island? Uh, John, we did both. Now, this past week we were only able to get out front one day because after that it chopped up too bad. But we're doing both. Um, now, that day that we got outside, I guess that was Monday we got outside, um, it was really strange because it was like you, you, uh, you had a quarter of a mile of pretty green water, and then all of a sudden you had a half a mile of chocolate brown Mississippi River water. So you had to bounce around in those clean water spots between us and Bouchon, and we did really well on the beach that day. Now, I'm not going to lie, there, there wasn't a whole lot of wasn't a whole lot of trout that day for some reason or another. But as far as the black drum, the pompano, and the uh, and the redfish, you couldn't keep them off of the hook. Did you say pompano? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Hadn't heard a pompano we, we, report in a while. That's really interesting. We had we had a mix of like I said, we went looking for trout, and the trout we caught were respectable. But we came back with a mixed box of limits of redfish, a bunch of black drums, pompano. Uh, the big kingfish, uh, the 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 whiting, uh, we know them locally as channel mullet. Uh, we had right. some of them up to a pound and a half, two pounds, uh, mm. and, and they ain't no finer eating fish than that or a big bull croaker. All I can say, Darrell, it looks like that high Atchafalaya to your west and the high Mississippi to your east is kind of concentrated to fish right there on Old Grand Isle. So you guys may be in for a real bad <laughs> period here. <laughs> And we're due for it, let me tell you. After the last couple of years with the floods and the winter and everything else, we're due for it. So we're not going to argue about it. uh, Come on. (laughs) They're here. (laughs) Glad glad to see it. And I'm sure if that lays down, it can catch a lot of fish in the surf right now for the surf fishermen. You know, they might want to make a drive down. Yeah, we're pulling up to our first spot right now. Just, just, I mean, maybe 200 yards from Grand Isle. This is where we caught fish on top water uh, Wednesday. Uh, We're fixing to pull up to it. And I think this tide's starting to roll pretty good. So. If you got yeah. time, text me a report when you get fishing there and let me know how y'all doing this morning. I'll do it. All right, phone number if somebody wants to call you. 
225-937-6288. And you can also find him on the website at realscreamers.com. That's R-E-E-L, like the one you fish with. Thanks, Darrell. Go get those trout, and we'll see you next week, buddy. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. All right, there he goes. Boy, it sounds like it's hot down in Grand Isle, huh, Drew? Yep. Makes you want to go. Well, we got yeah. turkeys to kill. We can't go fishing yet. Fish will be there. <laughs> our turkey season ends in our area. Uh, actually, it ends Sunday. All right, we'll be back with our number two, Don and Drew Dubuque. Uh, you're listening to us on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.